going on out there? How y'all doing today? All right, that's what I'm talking about right there. Hold on, hold on. Let me get some levels straight here. All right, so welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Mr. Talk in the House. That's right, man. We are back. <laughs> so I hope y'all ready. Everybody had a wonderful weekend. You did what you had to do. And um, you know what? That's a good thing. That's a good thing for those that did what you needed to do. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so we had a great great weekend ourselves, nice and peaceful. Um, yes, 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 yes. Anyway, it's Monday. That's right. It's Monday, the last week of March. And, man, we got a lot to talk about today. <clears throat> oh, yes, we do. Um so we're going to talk a little veterans, veterans, veterans. Yes, we're going to talk a little about our veterans today. And um, a very controversial issue, to say the least. We're going to talk about our veterans and, and, and marijuana. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. That should be interesting. And, uh, yes, very interesting. Um we're going to talk a little bit about um, the elections and the black church and black women and how one mother whose child was killed has not decided to um, back any candidate yet. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, that should be an interesting um, conversation also. And a little this and a little that. Y'all know how we go. We start one place and we end up somewhere else, but it all is related in the end, right? Right. All right. So, anyway, thank you all for joining us today. If you want to be a part of the show, no problem. Here's how you can do it. First, you can give me a call, 347-838-8622. Email me, ericlesstalk at gmail.com. Don't forget our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Those are all the ways you can participate in the show today, and I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. I want to welcome Supernatural Radio in the chat room. Thank you for stopping by. It's been a minute. Um, Wesley, I see you, my brother. What's going on out there to you? Um, <laughs> I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. You know what? And I think we do have a... Um, we have a, a a a a quarter of the day. Yes, we do. We have a quarter of the day. I got a good one for you today. <laughs> I think you're going to enjoy it. Yes, 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 yes. Uh huh. This is going to be a good one. And of course, we have um, our song of the day. You know, we have Nelly um, waiting on you as the song of the day. So we are good to go. Yes, we are. We are good to go here. Um. And you know what? What we're going to do, we're going to go on and knock out the song of the day. That way we can go on and get ready and, 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 and do what we need to do here. Um, so, without further ado, man, here's Nelly. It's your song of the day, and it's Party People. Happy Monday to you. Yeah. 
straight up out the loop. Yeah. Yeah. Stop, stop, back it up, back it up. Um, 
we got a quote of the day for y'all, so because yeah, I, I get started and forget to do my quote of the day. And the quote of the day is coming from Albert Einstein. And it's simple and to the point. It really is. And it goes like this. Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will spend its whole life believing that it is stupid. Y'all get that? <laughs> All right. That's your quote of the day coming from Mr. Albert Einstein. Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will spend its whole life believing that it is stupid. All right. There it is. <laughs> there it was. I'm not going to elaborate on that at all. And um, <laughs> Ooh, that's a good quote. That That is a very, very, very great quote. I like that. All right. So anyway, in the chat room, we got the boo one that stopped by and pay us a little visit. What's going on? And as, as I mentioned before, Supernatural Radio in the house. And let's see, we got uh, Wesley and Erico 219 um, stopping by on the switchboard so far. So that's a good thing. Thank you all for joining me. Now, anybody else who want to be a part of the show? No problem. This is how you do it. You can call me. You can join me, send me an email or you can join me in the chat room. Hey. Hey, either way, either, either, whatever way you choose, I'm happy with, all right? But the easiest way is just call me, 347-838-8622. That's the easiest way. But you can always send me an email, ericlesstalk at gmail.com, and I'll let me know you want the information shared on, you know, during the show, and i go ahead and do that as well. Or... You join us in the chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Those are all the ways uh, um, all the ways of you participating in the show, and we'll be more than happy to hear from you. All right? So now that we have that covered, we can move on to the next thing. As I mentioned before, man, we have a, a, a lot of stuff um, going through through our mind, and we run across so much, you know, between Friday and, and and Monday, it seems like everything is going slow, and then next thing you know, it's, um, you know, it's build, it's, it's t- <laughs> it speeds up, and then it gets faster and faster and faster, and then next thing you know, man, there's a whole lot of stuff out to talk about, so the question is, what what is it that you want to talk about? You know, and I often say this: if y'all have any any um um ideas or topics y'all want to hear, let me know. Let me know. I'll be more than happy to go on the do the show and we can talk about it. Um, but I was you know reading and and come and came across you know something I had been talking about with my own uh, personal physician at the um, Veterans Affairs uh, Department, and I, I found that it is very interesting, and that's the use of marijuana, cannabis, um, medical marijuana, you know, for veterans. Um, now, see, and, and this is where it's really, really becomes a sticky subject. So we're gonna talk a little. We're gonna talk a lot about that. We really are, because I I really want to get into this and see what your thoughts on on and what your thoughts thoughts are. You know, because I really want to know. Um, <laughs> and of course, you know, 
you know, our, our great government, you know, how they like to hold things up and 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 say it's not good and they already came up with a with a, a use for a name for it that is not, you know, you know, not a good name. But we're going to talk a little bit about that and um and see what your thoughts are on that. Um Tamil's rice mom Remember last week, uh, we did a, a little thing about uh, the mothers of Sandra Bland, um, who else, um, Eric Brown, um, um, I got on the draw a blank. But anyway, all the young black men and women that have been killed, their mothers got together and threw their head in the ring with Hillary Clinton, as far as who they're backing for this election cycle. Well, there's one... There's one. <laughs> There's one. And um, she says, as of right now, no, nah, no, nah, she hasn't She hasn't decided who she's going to choose, who she's going to endorse as far as um, a, a, a presidential candidate. Um, so it's, it's going to be, and we're going to talk a little bit about that because her, her, Thought process behind it is such a, uh, a refreshing one. You know, she, basically, she's not falling for the okie doke. So we're gonna talk a little bit about Miss Miss um, um, <laughs> Rice. You know, we're gonna talk a little bit about that as well because she she's making some very very valid points here as far as why she hasn't chose anyone. And I really can't say I blame her. No, that's why it's surprising. To hear the other mothers, you know, come out so easily and, and, and you know endorse their um, person, but this young lady right here, she's like, nope, 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 not gonna do it, not gonna do it. Okay, so we're gonna talk a little bit about that as well, and um, let's see what else we we got going on here. Um, I got a lot of marijuana stuff, man. We, I think we're going to get stuck on marijuana today. But that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. And you know what else I, I, I want to talk about? And I think this is going to run into the endorsement uh, or the non-endorsement um, by Tamir's rice mother. And that is, you know, the younger generation in the black church are beginning to step up. And, you know, they're telling the older, the older generation now, uh, it's time to get out the way. Y'all need to move because um, y'all keep going for this, falling for the same old thing. Now it's time for us to step up and, and take control. Y'all had your time, you know, and we we have uh, followed what you have told us. But now we're older and we're understanding the game a little bit better. So it's time for us to stand up and, and make some moves. And that's a, a great thing. So we're going to get into that a little bit, too, because that, that seems to be a very, very important important um, part of what's happening now in the black um, community. And we we know, well, most of us, some of us know anyway, um, that the black church, even though it's not supposed to, is one of the biggest, biggest, um, <laughs> how could I put it? Um, biggest uh, institutions that politicians come to find when they're running for office. It doesn't matter whether it's a local office, whether it's a national office. They're going to find 
the black community, and nine times out of ten, they're going to find the biggest and most powerful church in the community and go and, and, and try and snuggle up next to the to the ministers, the pastors, the bishops, uh, whatever you want to call them. And, you know, it's interesting because although it's very, how can I put it? I'm not going to say it's a secret, but however, meaning uh, it, it, it it's to the point to where if you can get a bad black minister to step up in the pulpit and, and, and let so-and-so come speak in the church, nine times out of ten, the members are going to go and place their vote for that candidate, um, i.e. Hillary Clinton when she was in South Carolina. Let's just think about it. All those churches she went and visited, and how did she win North Carolina? Hey, minority vote. That's right. So it's a secret to some, and it's just the others, you know, they just say, okay, we're not going to go there because we know we can't win. Look, even Donald Trump, Donald Trump had a, a, a press conference, had a meeting with black ministers, and did a press conference right up there with them standing up there with him. <laughs> I think we talked about that on the show also. So, yeah, it's a very interesting thing. And I think what's happening now is the younger generations are saying, wait a minute, we're tired of being punk. We're tired of being pimped. We're tired of, we don't see no politicians. We don't hear nothing from them until they want something from us. And in time to put a halt to that. Enough of this. Enough. No more. If you want something from us, you got to do something for us. And I think that's where the younger generation and older generation are, are are beginning to separate in their beliefs. You know, because the older generation, less the older generation, you know, they they've come up with the belief that you know just trusting God and everything is gonna be all right. And you know, the Martin Luther King Jr. days, you know, where you know. Um, um, non-violence, and we're gonna march, and we're gonna do this. Well, the younger generations are here to say, okay, we did that, we've tried that, we've tried that. You see where we are with that, okay? So now, we need to do something different. We need to try something different. And I think within the black church itself is where all the, this, where where the division is beginning. You know, and it's 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 a subtle thing that's happening, but yet it's not so subtle for those that's paying attention. And you know, it's it's very interesting because we do know for a fact that most black churches are majority female. All right, and don't sit there and act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Because I've, I've went to quite a few churches, quite a few churches, and I do this purposely. I just sit back and I watch, and I watch. And when that minister get up there to get the hooping and hollering and stuff, you know who's getting up first? The women. Now, many say, you know, it's a, the, 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 the single black women, you know, they, they hold the pastor in a high regard because uh, um, surrogate husband, boyfriend, whatever they want to see him as. 
Well, maybe that's the case. However, politicians have on the Black Lives Matter movement, okay? All right, let's get it right. Let's get it right. Okay. All right, I think it's, it corrected itself. When you get to talk about the movement and, and, and these other little different movement movements that's going on right now, it's very, very interesting. Yeah, that's true. Guest 1192, welcome to the show. Um, so, and with it being said, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, you had um, Trayvon Martin, Mom, um, Eric Garner, or Eric Brown, Michael Brown, Eric Garner, you know, Sandra Bland, their mothers throwing their hats in, in you know, in, in the, with um, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> well, yeah, they did that. Um, but, but, Tamir Rice, mom, you know the little boy in Cleveland that was that was shot when the police pulled up on him. Yeah, you know, and um, basically what she's saying is no. She says I've been waiting to see if any candidate or official, including my state's governor, would release a plan of action that addressed the fears and inhumane decisions. Responsible for my son's death. While I've waited, I've been speaking out for true action, which changes that would help prevent another tragedy like Tamir's murder. Tamir's murder, changes that truly hold these police accountable and give people power in the communities we live in. Um, and, and she went on to say that, you know. Why do I want to uh, uh, give my support to anyone who's who's just basically giving us the same old company line? You know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, more police presence in the neighborhood. What is that going to do? <laughs> you know, what is that going to do? Um, I, I'm trying to find it here in my notes. I, I know she said it. Um, Let's see, um, she went on to say that, um, and this is Tamir Rice's mom, okay? She went on to say that Ohio State government has shown uh, me repeatedly that the people elected to serve has no interest in justice. The loss of Tamir has made it clear to me that Cleveland is deeply invested in a system of injustice. No one has been held responsible for any part of this entire traumatic experience. No one has at least apologized for killing my son. Not a single politician has offered me some substantial support. Now, see, and here's something that's related. She's pissed. This is what almost over a little over a year, almost coming up on a year, and she is pissed. She mad, you know. And, and I think that's that's what. Is have beginning to happen here with a lot of our our younger people, and they begin to get pissed. You know, enough of of okay, well, we gonna keep trying, we keep trying. No, and I think she's doing the right thing. Uh, let somebody give me some viable or viable voting um, for voting reasons for voting. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Um. Let's see, what else did she say? Uh, this is something else here I wanted to read to you. Um, um, 
she went on to say that um, instead of plans for justice and accountability, I have been shown several plans for criminal justice reform. None of that addresses my experience of the entire system being guilty. Those plans don't address the many ways elected officials become exempt to accountability and the legal flaws that allow them to extend the exemption to cops who kill. These plans do not get rid of the trauma of knowing that my tax dollars help pay the salaries of the officers that killed my son. The people should be the ones determining what accountability looks like closely with police to deny the people justice. Okay? As one of the mothers of the movement, I know the death of Tamir has shown many just how important police accountability is. I also know it must be a piece of a larger plan to address the deep corruptions that exist in America. The people should be the ones determining what accountability looks like, not prosecutors who work closely with the police to deny the people justice. County prosecutors whose job requires them to protect believe the police the majority of the time should not be the same people prosecuting them. Police officers may often lie about fearing for their lives. True community oversight of the police is one that events that evens the balance of power and allows the communities police serve to judge how well they are doing their job. My experience has let me know that the system is working just the way the people in power want it to. That is why I refuse to accept plans or support politicians that offer what they propose as solutions. I hear that? Not informed by us, the community. It's why I won't accept plans for more community police as positive solutions when it was the police that killed my son. I cannot settle for partial solutions and lip service. I know we need real action, and I refuse to endorse any candidate that offers less. Now, see, that's Tamir Rice's mom. That's his mom. And you know what? If more of us took this stance right here, maybe we could get something done. Yeah, we could get something done, I'm sure. And I think that's where a lot of the the, the younger generation is beginning to behead now. You know, if you can't give me what I want, exactly what I want, no, no, no. We're not not taking any more compromises. We're not going through, you know, lift every voice and saying we shall overcome. No, we're not doing that anymore. It's not time. Time is over for that. You know? Every election cycle, you come bombard my neighborhood, my churches, and what have you with all this nonsense. No, 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 no. From now on, if you want, if you want something, um, you got to give me something. And you have to give it to me, not promise it to me. Um, don't give me no lip service. And I, I, I'm really, I'm really enjoying them. Um, I, I really like her because, you know, she didn't jump in with the other mothers of the um, slain black kids, um, you know, she came out and said on her own, until somebody gives me something, shows me something concrete that is going to work, no, uh, you don't have my support. Because the bottom line is, regardless of what you say, how you say it, the system that you that you support is the same one that killed my child. 
You can't ask nothing better than that. You know, and that's a black mother speaking right there. You can't ask for nothing better than that. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. You can't ask for anything better. All right. So anyway, <laughs> I thought I'd just bring that out, you know, just to break the ice. Yeah, just to break the ice. And uh, me and um, Michigan, Joe, um, even Mays have come up with the same, you know, politicians, they pimp. They pimp with the black neighborhood real bad, you know, especially when they get up in these churches, i.e. Hillary Clinton, you know, and and make all these great plans, uh, promises, you know, when they get up there and then all of a sudden they get in office and they forget all about you. That might sound like somebody that just um, was getting ready to wrap up their term here pretty soon. Made all these great promises about change and hope and you see what happened, don't you? Oh, whoa. Got up in there and just forgot all about you. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, you know, (laughs) I couldn't resist that, y'all. Anyway, so before we get to talking about veterans and marijuana, I see we have a couple of people who want to get in on this conversation. And me being the nice host that I am, I think I shall allow them, being that it's Monday. Oh, my goodness. Wow, there's a whole lot, whole lot. Okay, so let's see if we can um, do this like this. All right. Um, first, I want to welcome to the show Wesley. Welcome to the show, Wesley. How you doing, my brother? Hey, my brother, I'm doing good, man. You th- you put a lot on the table today, brother. <laughs> well, just hold your thoughts for a moment, all right? Hold your thoughts for a moment. All right. All right. Um, um, area code two one nine. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, Mr. Talk. It's Lauren from Indiana. I know Wesley. How are you? Hey, how you doing there? Hey, hi. Wes. <laughs> Mr. Talk. Hi, <laughs> Lauren. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. Hanging in there, one day at a time. Hey, that's all we can ask for, right? That's all we can ask for. All right. Um. So since we all right, Wesley, you want to let you want to let Laura go first, ladies first, or you want to take your shot first? Because I know once you get started, she, you she, she can go first. She good. Huh? I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Go ahead, Laura. Let's do your thing. Hi, Mr. Talk. I just listened to what you said, and the young people are right. I am the young old over fifty, but you know what? We're straight back in the late 60s and 70s. The corruption is so out there. It is ridiculous. They are Mm -hmm. killing us. We have no rights. Some of us have been tagged as individuals, and we are soft, tortured, electronically surveilled. Persons of interest that's on the TV, it's really happening now. What's going on? All these politicians are selected. They're not elected. Hillary ain't going to bring nothing new in. Than what her former, what all the rest of them have brought in. And as far as that change of that person just about to go out, yeah, he's brought change. No change. You know? hmm. mm-hmm. our, our, nobody can get a decent job. Mom and pop stores, malls closing. Only choice we have is to shop at Wally Mart. Well, that's Walmart for the GM food. <laughs> hmm. We're barely making enough living just for the city. Collapsed our jobs. Blacklisted. We're living in some kind of I don't lie. It's really a Nazi, Nazi concentration society. And then we, but we can wave a flag and you can get 31 flavors of ice cream, sir. 
It's all just a, a scam. It's a lie. And Ooh. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I can't even rebut anything you just said because it's so true. All right, Wesley, you got the floor. Go for it. Yeah, Mr. Talking Lord. Yeah, man, it's a great awakening going on now, man. You know what I mean? So if you're saying about, uh, about the young folks waking up, they're in the children anyway, man. The new children coming in now, as long as they don't get these doggone evil vaccines, they be wide awake. See, that's why the power that be. They do not want these children. Do not just give them the Bill Gates. They want them to take these evil vaccines so they can stay sleep. And see, uh, the uh, the black church. See, I'm gonna go way back in the way black machine, right? All right. Uh-huh. The black so-called Christianity in America was started uh, for the slaves on Sunday to do something to get away from all this work, right? Mm-hmm. And so they they picked the overseer of the plantation. To do the little preacher, to do the, do the slave master work, and at the same time, when he was up there preaching on Sunday, the slave master always had one of his cronies, his brother, be in the congregation too, to uh, oversee. And so, do you know what the history of uh, the collection plate is? How they do that? Uh, you wonder why they always you go to these black churches, they always got them black gloves, or I mean the white gloves, right? Uh huh. You know the history behind that? No, nah, man. Break it down to me. Okay, okay. The slave master had them put on those white gloves, and so when they had put, always you always see they have one hand behind their back, too, right? When they right. passing that plate. So, so the ushers won't be stealing money. Oh, that's why they got the white gloves on, so they can see their hands real good. That one hand. The other hand behind their back, so they, they the money was going to the slave master anyway, and so that's why they had the marshals always got their white gloves on in the church. And when they passed that plate, they got one hand behind their back because the slave master didn't want the marshals to be stealing that money. See, uh, and this whole thing is orchestrated, man. This whole everything you see is an illusion, man. Even all this stuff on cell line vision, man. When they show talking about somebody's Done, done something, shot up something. Even them people in San Bernardino, remember that a couple of months ago? Yep, I remember. Okay, you remember, you remember when they, they so-called said that they caught them, and, and, and when they shot up the car, the windows was up, right? So who in the hell going to shoot at somebody with their windows up? They shot, they shot the windows out, man, from the outside in, okay? With the windows up, right? Then I should tell you all, that whole thing was orchestrated, man. And what they do, when they get ready to do something, they could take your picture and dub it and put you somewhere, somewhere, and say they, they got you on film doing something, and why they doing it. That's how they doing it. They do that thing in Belgium. They, they put them three cats up, Curly, Larry, and Mo. They put their pictures in that, in that little airport, and then meanwhile, the evil government or whatever, or uh, the one that shot up the airport, man. This is this, this a wonderful time to be alive, my brother. And, and as far as this marijuana thing, see, you know the history of him way right back in the day, right? Yeah, but I haven't got to the marijuana part yet, uh, uh, Mr. Wesley. <laughs> but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Give us a quick history lesson. Go ahead. Give us a quick history well, lesson. Well, well, hemp was used before, before uh, everything, man. Before DuPont and them came up with nylon to replace hemp. Huh? And therefore, yeah. they, they wanted to get hemp off the market. And then they used to say uh, uh, about marijuana. 
they came out with birth of a nation and said uh, marijuana will make white women horny and for black men and to get rid of him. And see, marijuana is going to be used. Just like remember back in the day when they had the bow leader and all the illegal numbers and the mm-hmm. black community? Mm-hmm. Okay, they figured, they figured out how much money black people were making off of that. So what they do? They came up with the lotto and put them brothers out of business with the bolito. And that's what they're going to do with weed. The government and corporation going to buy up all the weed and then uh, legalize. And then these brothers on the corner going to be out of, out of work again. <laughs> all right. At least one thing. Let well, me add one more thing. To the weed. At least one thing, Snoop. Snoop Dogg will get him a marijuana license. He buying him some land, so he's going to be able to sell. <laughs> ah, sounds like a plan. All right. Thank you, yes, And um, Like I said, we're going we gonna to get into this uh, marijuana and, and veteran thing here in a few minutes. But i got somebody else who wants to get in, so let me go on and bring them in as well. All right. Eric Cole, All 347. Right. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey there. This is Jimmy Spice. Thank you for the very interesting show. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm sorry for interjecting. Um, I think that if we look historically back in Egypt and Kemet, Egypt was Kemet, and African culture is original and sensational. And has, the problem is there is no real black culture. There is no theme, thread, legally, et cetera, that ties um, the black community together. And so other than ad hoc responses to police brutality, et cetera. There is no infrastructure, physical. There is, there's nothing for us to build upon. And because of that, we then default to the churches or the mosque or politicians or the rappers or the basketball players, some of whom may be wonderful people, but who don't generally give back or invest in the community. So it's each man for himself or each woman for herself. And year after year, This has been going on, and until we come to the realize, well, until enough of us care and really start saying, look, something's got to change, we won't have that um, butterfly effect. See, in every community, the Latino community, the Chinese community, they get their power from the group power. If your group is very strong, you then inherit a certain level of strength. In the case of the black community, even though we have the intellect and the creativity and the gold and the diamonds, we don't have the unity. Therefore, each of us suffers the consequences. And it's going to be, you know, a tough, tough fight to change that. Hmm. That's a, that's a very good observation. And, um, I just placed in chat room. I agree with all three of you. I really do. Um, but I think Jimmy brought it around full circle, though, and, and you're right. Um, and I think that's that's pretty much where um, this new generation is trying trying to take it. You know, to to a, a point to where we're we're now are, are going to come together because we're realizing we're we're, we're gaining the knowledge now that. Uh, we need to change some things. We really do. From from what has been going on over so many so many years. So now it's it, it, you know we 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 got to do better. We we have to create something for ourselves and and and, and make ourselves as you said that powerful that powerful group, not just individuals. 
Now, what is the problem? You still have a lot of the old school out there that's saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. We still got the, the, you know, we still got the march and we still have to do this. Well, you know, and I often said it a lot on the show, on, on the show here. We have done that, okay? We've done that over and over and over. And, and you see the progress that we have. Not saying we haven't made progress, but, you know, it, it's stagnant now. You know, nothing is happening and something has to change. And I think that's where the the younger generation uh, are are beginning to really uh, step up and say, look, number one, the first thing we got to do before we can say we have to get better, we have to do this, we have to do that. The first thing to do is we have to educate ourselves. You know, I, I think that that's the biggest thing. We have to educate ourselves. If we don't give you know, uh, give our kids and 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 the knowledge and understanding of where we came from and what happened. Then there's no way we can um, um, make advancements anywhere else. You know, we we easy to fall for for this this little political game that goes on um, every so many years. You know. And like the last eight years, you know, everybody, ah, oh, we got a black man in our body. And then you see where that where, where that got us, right? Not a dang on place. <laughs> but, you know, I, 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 I feel encouraged, I guess is what I'm trying to say, because I do see um, a change coming about. Now, as, as me and Wesley have, have um, spoken about uh, quite often is, you know, you can't, you cannot make anybody, um, um, uh, you can't wake up anyone. That I guess that that's that's what we usually say, right? With we can't wake up anyone. Yes, you know, in order in order for this thing to work, each individual or each group has to come to a realization that, um, look, we got to do better. We got to get into the books and and, and come up with the knowledge and the information to make things better. And if it don't, if it doesn't start with self, then I don't know. I don't know. But well, we're, we're, let's talk. I, I, huh? I see it like this, man. Well, like uh-huh. the Lord said, by, when this evil stuff gets knocking on everybody's door, knocking up upside everybody's head, they're going to have to wake up or they're going to be uh, showing up putting the streets for good, man. Okay, simple <laughs> as that. So majority of the people... Once the evil stuff start knocking them side each one of us head, then people wake up and say this ain't right, man. Because, see, I, I look at what you just said about the youth waking up. You know how to stop mm. this police from, from from messing with us? Just just like for me now, if I walk out my door and I see a one police or two of them jumping on one of my uh, women or these little children, man, I got to go ahead and do what I do and have my folk out, man, Okay. That's the only way to stop, man, for these young fuck-ass dudes to stop standing around with their tight-ass pants on hanging down when these police <laughs> be jumping on our women and children and they stand around sitting there looking. It's all right for one of them to be filming with their phone. It's good, but hey, bro, it's time for, for, for the real men to step up, man. That's why this stuff they doing to these, these our women and children, the old people, man, you let me catch one of them out here, man, in real life, a real color. I got to do what I got to do for my women and children, man. I, I, we can't, can't, can't keep tolerating this and stuff, man. Believe that, man. I'm serious a heart attack, man. I'm serious about that, man. I, I, I get tired of looking on every time somebody putting up a video by one of our women in church getting beat up by one of these fools, man. Okay? And they, they, uh, thank God. I, I, 
I don't be. I'm gonna tell you about me, man. Uh, uh, I went looking for John Zimmerman, man, and, and, and Orlando. When this went down, believe me, bro. I was looking for him. I tell you the truth, man. I mean, God didn't let me find him, man, Orlando, man. I swear my hand to God, man. That's where I roll, man. Cause I tell yeah. you, I'm from Lauderdale, man. And, and see, that same week that Trayvon got killed, I was with uh-huh. my mama that same, that same, uh, that same uh, uh, Sunday. was the mm-hmm. day after my mama's funeral in Fort Lauderdale, uh-huh. Florida. And that same, that same funeral home that Trayvon was at, my mama uh-huh. was at that funeral home like a... A week before Trayvon, man. Okay, wow. I'm from Fort Lauderdale, man. And I went looking for George Zimmer, man. I swear my hand to God. That's the way I roll, man. I don't like to put out what I be doing, bro. But uh, they know how to come roll up in my residence, man. Uh, see, I look at it this way, man. If black people, them Africans, would have had something, when Christopher come rob us, come roll up on their continent, it would have been different, man. Only thing different with these Europeans had got guns for black people did, man. Okay? I believe that, man. It, it, I, that's what I believe, bro. Once we start defending ourselves, this uh-huh. stuff's going to stop, man. We got to start defending ourselves, man. Me and another brother, we talked about that on, on, on your show a couple of weeks ago, man. And that's the only way going to stop all this here, man. You see how the black family did, right? Back in the day. All right? And the defense, yeah. that's what I'm about, man. That is I'm serious, Carl. Yeah. That's all. Oh, yeah. Another thing, my politician, man, when I was in Fort Lauderdale at the church I was going to, uh-huh. I'm walking out the church. I'm walking out the church, and this, you, you remember Senator Bob Graham? Yeah. Governor, I remember. Uh, Governor Clark? Yeah. He come up to me. I'm walking out of the church and try to run that bullshit in my face, man. Talking, he know I'm gonna vote for him and and think I'm one of them shucking and jiving no go, man. Uh-huh. I looked at him and told him, I told him to get the hell out of my face, man. I can't walk. I need to go in that church today. Man. I went all, man. I'm serious, girl. I told Bob Graham get the hell out of my face. I don't want to hear that, man. And he got scared, and ran in church, man. Yeah, I, I can believe that. Um. Yeah, Jimmy, you you was trying to say something. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with the other callers' um, sentiments regarding being frustrated with the police brutality. I do, mm-hmm. however, think that we do in our community some crazy stuff that does lead to excessive amounts of policing. We have to start to take control of our own families, our children, our situations so that we don't need so much law enforcement. But also, I think self-defense does have its place. However, as we learn from the Black Panthers and from the slave revolutions, a physical response to a slave system is not going to mean they're going to suddenly say, you know what, let's stop doing that because they hit us back. I think they will simply move on to Rex 84 or some similar draconian type of enforcement and lock our communities down. So I'm all for self-defense, but I think we need to, A, be responsible so that the cops don't need to be in our hood in the first place. And secondly, think um, strategically, because these people are trained, they have the best weapons, they have the best funding, and all we have is maybe a little block and some barbecue chicken. I don't think that will really scare them that much. Brain power is what scares the system. No, I'm just saying brain power is what scares everybody. When we get in the books and we learn, because otherwise they're going to jack us up, bro. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm mad too, but yeah. 
Do you know, my brother, do you know the first art of self-defense is? Do you know what that is? Yeah, well, I don't know yours, but I've been doing it for 30 years. Maybe well, 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 let's hear your definition. I want to hear your the definition. First the first art of self-defense is not to have to fight in the first place. No, sir. That's the the first, first art of self-defense is to know your enemy. You study them. You study your enemy, man. Okay? You just study them. All right? And then you be whatever move you make, you counteract, and you take or uh, you find a weakness, man. Okay? You think they, your strength against a weakness. You study them. They got a weakness, man. Okay? How do you think they get all these stupid black uh, uh, people in entertainment? They find their weaknesses, man. Whether it be white women, girls, cocaine, alcohol, whatever. So you're always the first art of self-defense is study your, your enemy, man. You study the eyes and their hands, and then you'll see what they're going to do. And so when God defend those that defend themselves, yourself, all right? It's all right to think logic, because that's usually your mind first, man, all right? You don't start, and there won't be nothing, see? That's how you roll like this here, man, like a ninja. You ain't really get out. When I go out white people, I don't say nothing about no man. It's all going from sound and light. I'm from light now, man. I just be watching them. Just be watching to see what move they make, and then that way you be on guard all the time, man. That's how this first art of self-defense, martial law, because we were the first ninja, man, okay? In, in China. Uh, uh, and some are right. And some are right. That's right. And you, what, what the samurai say? To be a good ninja, you got to have some black in your boy. Yeah, they learned it from us. <laughs> a black Indian went and taught them. Mm-hmm. But but don't forget, you have a Malcolm X philosophy, you have a Martin Luther King philosophy, you have a W.E.B. Du Bois philosophy. It doesn't mean people can't work together. It just means that one person has a more A stance position straight up, and the other one is a bit more research and less analyzed, and the next one is non-combative, but we're still in the same struggle. So I don't think A or B is wrong. I just think my position is slightly different in some ways than his is. Believe me, my brother, I'm real subliminal. I want, I'm going to throw some numbers at y'all. Look up 5159703. Just Google that these numbers, 5159703, and see what you come up with, bro. Just study your enemy right here. So you just Google them, them numbers, 5159703, and see what, 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 what me and Lauren are talking about. Okay. Well, say the numbers one more time so they can get it uh, again, uh, Wesley. Five one five nine seven zero three. Just Google them now. I'm gonna say it again. Five one five nine seven zero three, and see what y'all come up with. Okay. Mhm. All right. You know, I, I think you know Jimmy. Jimmy just said something, and I think. That is a good good starting point, and because he he mentioned something, you got the ones that that um, believe in uh, Malcolm X. Some want to you know do um, um, Martin Luther King, W. D. Du Bois. Um, um, who else was out there back in the day? Um, quite a how about let's combine them all. Let's let's yeah. combine them all and, and make them all work for us. You know, and yeah. maybe. Maybe that maybe that 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 is a a different way of looking at it. Instead of just taking one principle and say, "Well, this is the best one," let's combine them. You know, and, and, and that way, and this is what you're doing by combining them. You you're bringing groups together. 
You know, and you begin to work together. And, and as we say, then that cohesiveness go, comes in, hopefully. Of course, you're going to have, in, you know, inner struggles among each other. But still, that, that, that'll be a, a very interesting thing. And I think that's what it is. There's a lot of what's going on with um, with, with, with the, the younger generation now. Because, you know, they're incorporating um, – um, technology into their their stance as well because you got social media and, and you know that 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 can get man let, remember how they sent out one little text and all these kids meet up at the the mall and it, it, so why not use that for a more positive purpose you know what I mean so yeah, yeah. That, that's that's some good stuff going on and and it's it's interesting that you mentioned vaccinations um Wesley. Because Robert De Niro had a movie about vaccination that was going to be shown at some film festival over the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, but they went and um, canceled it. <laughs> they pulled the movie because, you know, he got they, bought they, out, they, man. He got yeah. bought out. Of course he By did. By the pharmaceutical and government. And see, the reason, yeah. and plus, you know why, you know why he's going to get vaccine? Because he got him a black chocolate wife, and they had That's some right. mixed up there, and one of them took one of them shots, see? Yeah, and, and that's, that's why he came out with vaccination. And plus, I tell you, else against vaccination, uh, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Man, he yeah. they had a, a protest out here at the CDC a couple of months ago about vaccines, man. That's yeah. Robert Kennedy Jr. Yeah, and, but let me ask you know, I'm gonna ask a question, man. You know, I'm gonna put, before you go to vaccine, I'm gonna ask my brother. I'm gonna ask you one question. Hold on for a minute. Hold on for a minute. Hold on for a minute, Wesley. Yeah. Let me get out here then you can go and throw your question out there you, you know okay. uh, and, and I, I've been watching this Cat Williams thing going on right and mm-hmm. everybody think Cat Williams is losing his mind but let me tell yeah. y'all something let me tell y'all something Cat Williams <laughs> told something and I don't think many people paid attention to what he said when he told it but the right people paid attention and from that point on Cat Williams has been catching hell, and I'm gonna tell you, he told he told it in a joke, and it was about going to a mansion and going into certain rooms and seeing certain things. Now mm-hmm. y'all think Cat Williams crazy? He not that crazy, but I be dang on. Them people say, okay, you gonna tell it? We got something for you. And ever since then, he been catching hell. Now, if you don't believe me, go back and watch. I, I forgot which comedy stand up it was on, but it, it's on one of them. And he said it by going in the rooms and and standing there looking and be like, okay, to me. He's a T.I., man. He's talking to individual, man. He's a T.I. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And what he saw was Mr. Ogilvy. Remember on the Parkers, the one that played the professor? That's what he saw? Yeah. Yeah. He likes the man. He likes the man. Yeah. So you know, you know, yeah, but but see, if you're just watching the little videos they throw up or, or the little news clips they throw out, yeah, you say, yeah, Cat Williams done lost it. That's another one. But no, y'all, trust me. <laughs> you know, it's more to it than what that what, what you know you see on that that dang old square thing right there. That's why you got to be careful what you look at. That's for sure. You got to be careful what you look at. I just thought I'd throw that out there for those that you you know that didn't realize what was really going on there. But uh, go ahead, Wesley. I know you had something you wanted to, to get out. Well, when Cat Weaves, since you brought Cat Weaves up, he's not too far from my house. I'm trying to get in contact with him and tell him what's going on with him, man. He they hit him with that bop gun. 
That that's them numbers I gave y'all. That's the patent for the subliminal weapon that they putting on folk, man. That's why I want y'all to look it up for yourself. But Cat Williams is a T.I. targeted individual. He tried to do the right thing. They done hit him with that bop gun, them acoustical weapons, and he done flipped. But the question I want to ask you, and my brother, well, I don't know where he's from, uh, England or whatever, okay? The problem with black people is they hooked on their religion. And see, I'm going to ask you both of y'all and all y'all on, on, uh, on this call. If somebody slapped the hell out of y'all, y'all going to turn the other cheek? Huh? <laughs> I think you know what I think I've given given my answer more than enough times on that one. <laughs> I want to hear what the brother got to say, man. Yeah, I, I think it depends on the situation. I've been in situations where I could have reacted um, in a very lethal manner, and I didn't. And I think that if to answer your question, if when we see the fact that the system has economic, religious, FBI, CIA, sisters selling us out, brothers selling us, I mean. There's a total picture involved. Therefore, to counteract that picture, it will require different specialists coming in. It will require committees, etc. So the one approach definitely isn't sufficient when it's an all-out war 24-7, 365 on black people, intellectually, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. Okay, I'm going to ask you another question. Since you went talking about something in Egypt, right? Do you know... What was the first police force in Egypt was, man? Do y'all know who that was? No, I don't know who the first police were in Egypt. It was called the Conscience, man, okay? And they had people that walked around with blue uniforms on. It was the Conscience. So if somebody did something to you, they called 911. They, they didn't call 911. They called the Conscience, all right? And so being back, the only, you got to police yourself, like me. I police myself. And so once I police myself and got my light up, Past blue, there really don't nobody coming to me with no foul stuff no more, man. So that's the first thing. Put my person got to learn how to police themselves. All right, that's the conscience, my brother. Um, well. Conscience, spell that. You mean like the conscience of a person? Yeah, well, you know right from wrong. Well, you know your God and you know right from wrong. If you know right from wrong, you got your own conscience and it's all good. You in the light, then you won't be out here doing no stupid stuff. Because, see, I look at it this way. God, the most high creator, woke me up this morning, right? So it's up to me not to do nothing stupid all day. And once you, everybody realized that, and then they just, this system coming down, man. All you got to do is stay below, above south and try to stay in the light. Once you get to the light, then no matter what somebody says against you, whatever your circumstance is, it won't affect you, man. Okay? Because the earth yeah. right now is moving from sound to light anyway. Well, we're going from carbon base all the way to liquid crystal diamond base. And so, really, all that little talking with somebody hear something, somebody say something the wrong way, they flip out. That's because they stuck on low frequency on sound. The planet going from sound to light, my brother. From the third dimension to, I mean, from the fourth dimension to the fifth dimension. That's where we at right now. What special, uh, this last equinox here a couple of days ago, the planet every month is going one degree toward toward light. Well, we ain't really got to say nothing to nobody. Well, I, I mean, we just think about somebody that we could talk. That's what's happening, man. That's what's really happening. That's what's really happening. Yes, sir. Hmm. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not knocking you. I'm saying it's not happening. <laughs> yes, sir. That's, oh. why, that's why all, 
particularly on this on these phone calls, or even anybody, if, you, if, you, if me and you talking, and all of a sudden I say something that don't sound right to you, you ready to fight. That's because that's low frequency, low reptilian, and people stuck on sound. That's why between men and women and all, they use subliminal weapons, they shooting at people. It's all based on sound. That's how they're getting everybody with the sound. And see, that's why God say the first word was word and the word was God. That's sound. And so what the hell, the devil don't figure that out, how to get between you and God with some stupid sound stuff, and then you, you be ready to fight your brother and your sister. But they're trying to turn everybody into a weapon, man. But anyway, it's all good. Peace and blessings. I got to keep it moving, man. I love y'all. Stay strong, stay in the light. <laughs> all right, Wesley. <laughs> Always. All right, let me bring this another call in here right now. All right, Eric Code 413. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, 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 Mr. Talk. What the hell was Wesley saying, man? <laughs> what the hell? Well, oh, oh you, man. You, all right, Stanley. You call in once Wesley got to go. Okay, I see how it works, Stanley. <laughs> no, no, I didn't want to go. No, I was asking what the. I was going to ask you what the hell are you saying? Uh, <laughs> hey, I, there Damn. is a cha- The polls. There has been some documentation that there's some shift in the polls. I just don't know if there's actually evidence that the shift actually mean that our brains then are going one way or the other in terms of um, negative or positive. So that's kind of the leap that I didn't get, but I do you know, understand the other aspects. And, and the question I was going to ask Wesley is, what happened for the people who doesn't believe in God? I don't believe in God, but I have a better conscience than a lot of Christian than I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the belief yeah. in God isn't necessary in order to be conscious or spiritual. Our God is Gudan. That's a pagan word from a proto-Germanic tribe. So even the word itself contradicts what many people say. And I think that's one of the divisions that leads to us not working together. One person says they believe in God. The other one doesn't. But yet mm-hmm. we're all getting beat down. We should all respect each other's position and say, look, I don't believe in God, but can we work together, you know? so. And that's oh. that's the big problem, you know. When another person doesn't believe in God, he's looking at you like, okay, I I, yeah, I, like I respect your belief, but do not put your belief like it's all this. Like you believe in this, I believe that God does this. Good for you. Then I have respect yeah. for you. Don't put in the word of saying, well, it is a fact that God. No, it's not. Then I'll come and yeah, correct you. Yeah. Don't put a Actually, fact when it's not. Yeah, the arguments for God are always inductive arguments. They are never deductive because they can't really be proven hard fast. So they resolve to being inductive, and all inductive arguments are in and of themselves not really provable with hard evidence typically. Exactly. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, Laura, are you there? You want to get any part of that? Okay, she must be busy. Um, you know, and with, I mean, Stanley, you know, we've had many conversations um, on, on the show about religion and what people believe, yeah. and, and 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 you know for sure there have been some knockdown, dragout battles about that. Um, my, my I two, have no my, problem. I have no problem with of you believing in God. I know you do. The problem I have is when people make it a fact. That's when I go berserk on you. Don't make it a fact. It's your belief. I respect that. Hey, I believe in God. I think that this has happened. Good. I have no problem with that. It's when they make it a fact that then I look at you and be like, we're going to challenge you. 
I ain't gonna put. It's like you're putting God like it's two plus two, it's four. No, it's not. It's not two plus two. It's four. Don't don't put it like that. Put it like I believe there's a God. I believe there's a higher creator. Do you have any proof for it? No. It's a belief. It's a faith. Like you keep on saying, you gotta have faith to believe it. That's being honest. Yeah, you you know that's another one of those things that has been placed out there just to bring the division. I, I mean, if you if I'm looking at it, you know, in a logical way, that's what it is. It's just another form of division that is, that is placed out there to keep people from coming together. You know, and, and you see it, you see it, you see it in the world all over the place today. Right now, you know, uh, um, how can I put it? Quote unquote. You know, it's the world versus Muslims. It's not supposed to be that way. Exactly. You know? exactly. Because be just, just, just as many Muslims are dying as it is Christians and, you know, um, Catholics and all that. You know, but if you listen, if you listen to one one portion of, of, of the world compared to other portions, you wouldn't, you wouldn't um, understand that. You wouldn't see it that way. So, you I know, agree. when it... And when it comes to that thing called religion, you know, each teach his own. That's what I always say. Teach his own. You know, you believe what I you believe. As long as you do what's right, you know, I, I don't see any issue with who you believe in. I really don't because that's up to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the problem I have is the hypocrites of us. Like, we're all acting like, yeah, Muslims killed how many people in this. But I would come back to those people, Americans, and say, how many people did we call, we kill in Iraq? How many people did we kill for a lie that was 9-11, that was nothing to do, that we went with bombs and everything? How many innocent people got killed? Mm. How, well. how, how come in a, one country we, we, we respect when, when French or Americans or Canadians, anybody of those get killed, it's in the news. But when other countries like people in Pakistan, I just heard the news. Two Friday, there were 65 or 70 people who got killed and everything in Pakistan. Do you see it in the news? Do you see the, the oh uh, the breaking news? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> so what does that say about us? Mm. Yeah, well. they have found way. They have found ways to. We each should have our preference in religion or not to be religious in sex, whatever people do, smoke, or whoever they sleep with. But what has happened is the system has identified different. Lifestyles, different religions, different atheists, etc., as the bad guy, different nationalities, and then they simply vilify that group, and masses of people agree that those people are worthless. What people do in their privacy, who they worship, who they don't worship, that we adults, it's our damn business. Who they sleep with, that's their business. Now, when it comes to police brutality, economics, helping our children, that's our business. But they keep us mm-hmm. apart because we'll say, I'm atheist. Oh, you're Muslim. Oh, you're Christian. Oh, we can't work together. Oh, I'm a straight husband in America, right? Me personally, Jimmy Spice. The other guy's gay. Oh, I can't work with him. Why not? We come to the table. I don't care if he sleeps with a mosquito. Let's make some bread and, you know, cut some cheese and, and find some solutions. But we're, we're the most beat down people, and we have a thousand reasons why we can't work together. Oh, you're not born in America. Oh, you're tall. Yeah. Oh, you're light-skinned. Oh, your wife is this. Oh, you sleep with this one. Oh, you smoke weed. Oh, you don't smoke mm-hmm. weed. Oh, you crit. It's like, dude, we're getting killed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's yeah. not even start. For part, can you imagine the gender? Black women, black men. Oh, my God. Yeah, man, yeah. We can't. World War Three. Who has straight hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. This, so you're like that. Oh, man. 
Mm-hmm. All right. We're, we're the lowest it comes in marriage also. We used to be number one. Now we're the lowest. What happened? Decided. Yeah. You know, well, you know. It, yeah, and, and it's there for it's there for a reason. That's why it's there. You know, that's why it's there. Um, you know, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. Let's let's talk about the veterans here for a minute and, and marijuana. Stanley, what do you think about that? You think veterans should be allowed to, to veterans that have been legally, um, officially diagnosed with post traumatic stress disorder? Do you think they should be allowed to um? Um, have um, medical marijuana? Why am I not? Of course. I am so so disappointed. Federal people who sacrifice their life in the Army should have a pension, should have something amazing for sacrificing their life, and we don't do this. You're sacrificing your life for this country, and you're coming back, and you could be hurt and everything, and we don't care about the veteran at all. We just put mm-hmm. them like, okay, you, you did whatever you got to do. You lost your leg. You lost your arm. You lost your, your – your, your, and there's no psychologist. There's no pension for them. This should be a lot more than just telling them, well, we're going to give you a, uh, uh, we're gonna give you a diploma so you'll be able to work. You're sacrificing your own life, and this is what we, we give as a re, uh, response for, for somebody sacrificing their own life for the country. Really? <laughs> the whole military needs to be done. Be done. You know, we des- they deserve to have a pension. They deserve to have some some kind. And we have the money to do it. And that's the worst. We have the money to do it. But you'll never hear the president saying that. To starting tomorrow, I'm going to do a pension that's going to go for every veteran that goes to war for five years or three years. This is what's going to happen the rest of your life for sacrificing your life. And we want to take care of you for the rest of your life. Hmm. Do, do we do that? Do we do that, Mr. Uh. Talk? Do we do it? We don't no. care about No. Exactly. That's not we done. don't care about the veteran. Exactly. No. How come? How come? It's supposed to be the most highly respected little show. You sacrifice your life for your country. Isn't that supposed to be the highest courage ever for a human being? I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you know, you know, Stanley, and you you you're bringing up some very very interesting points there, Stanley. And I, I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking, and, and you know, while you you're in the military, you know, and you're you're traveling to these different countries, you know, no matter what your what your your beliefs are. You know, you look at it as this is my job. This is what I get paid to do. This is what I'm going to do. Um, but in the same in the same um, breath, you realize that a lot of it is not as you've been told. If you understand what I'm saying, so you, it's it's a, you know battle that's going on. So now when you come back, when you come back, and if, let's take. Okay, I use myself for for instance. You know, I deployed to, just just to Iraq alone six times. Okay, six wow. times. Wow. Okay. Damn. And, and and you know when you come back and, and you you get out, let's say you get out. Okay. Um, it's a whole different experience. It's, it's it is a different experience that you have to go through. Um, you know uh. Like like people say, the night sweats, the the the, the uh, nightmares, you know the the 
hypersensitivity, you know, the hypervigilance, you know, you're always looking, you know, for exit route, you always got your head on a swivel, you know, and it's just those little subtle things right there that really takes a vet over the top. Now, let's add in to the, the, the pain and the nightmare that, that goes along with it, okay? Now, and this this is my, my this is what I have been talking to my doctor about. You know, why can't we have some medical marijuana? What harm is it going to do? I mean, we're already on a whole different reality than than you know, um, um, um you know, normal civilians. I mean, let's put it let's put it real. My reality and your reality are two separate things. You know, of course, and, and, you, you sacrifice you know, six times your life. For in a country that you could have died, let, 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 you could have died over there. You could have lost your leg. You could have lost an arm. You could have lost any part of your body, and you could have died. You think that doesn't affect you for the rest of your life? No, no, not at all. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, like, oh, veteran. They, yeah. <laughs> you come yeah, back bro. from there, and they should be, and you should be kumbaya and everything's okay. I don't think so. But no. see, you know, I, 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 you know, let's take because I have a couple of friends that lost their limbs, you know, a couple of them lost their lives. But like the ones, you know, and you know, sometimes, you know, the the what 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 the, what does the VA call it? They call it um, I had it I had it written down right here, um, cannabis use disorder. And basically what they say is you become dependent on marijuana. Now, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, well, you know, if I live in a, in a state such as Washington State or um, Colorado where weed is legal, how are you going to tell me I can't use it? All right, who's got the noise going on? I mean, how are you going to tell me I can't use, use um, you know, marijuana or weed and it's legal in my state? How are you going to tell me that? You know, so I, I and I, 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 you know, when when they first came out with this law about marijuana being legal in certain states but still being illegal federal, you know, and I said it was going to be a problem, and it really is a big problem right now, because um, there's been a couple of states that have sued the government, and it went all the way up to the Supreme Court because of states um, that bordered their states that where marijuana was legal. And people just drive where they get marijuana drive back. Well, the um, Supreme Court ruled in favor of um, against those states that filed the lawsuit. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is, you know, I don't see anything wrong with it. They give it to cancer victims, <laughs> I mean, cancer, cancer patients, you know, and they give it to other people. So why not give it to um, a veteran? Why not go on, instead of the veteran having to go out here and, and, and deal with streets and then get arrested, you know, and get put in a system that's not meant for, you know, uh, the normal Joe anyway, you know, and let's be honest, most of our veterans are, are you know, African Americans, you know, yes, they are, you know, so it, uh, why not let them have, have the marijuana? That That's my thought process. You know, hey, because if you open that door, it's opening the door with the whole veteran thing. Because marijuana should, will be just the start. I think we need to change the whole, whole thing with veterans. We should all be ashamed that the government did a long time something with veterans. All of us should be ashamed. I am. I am. Yeah, ah. during, pro, during prohibition, uh, when we were shutting down a lot of liquor supply, 
It was mm-hmm. really about economics. Same thing right. with marijuana. Um, mm-hmm. What they say it's about and what it really is about is a different thing. They say, oh, we care. Whenever they say they care, you got to say, hmm, it's mm. power and money. And if they mess with the pharmaceuticals, um, companies that are making billions of dollars selling mm. synthetic patented drugs to us, then mm-hmm. they lose. So that's really what it's about. They don't really hey. care about veterans. They don't care about me, you. It's only the Benjamins, yep. baby. <laughs> exactly. I agree with you. I agree. It's all about business. It's all about the government making money. Can you imagine if tomorrow marijuana was accepted was like legal in the United States? Oh, man. You know how many people in prison you have to kick out say, sorry, it's legal now. Now we have to we have to put you free. You know what I mean? Money? <laughs> You're basically taking out prison? You know what I mean? People making money? You know how many laws are changing? You know how many policemen will be like, damn, I can't arrest this guy because he, for the third time he had marijuana in his pocket. Three strikes are out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that means it changes so. the whole philosophy of a lot of things when you do that. A lot mm-hmm. of laws would be changed. A lot of policemen, a lot of black people would be free. Because I'm sorry to say, since when we've been fighting the fight of drugs, are, are we winning that fight? Is there in victory yet? <laughs> yeah, you know what? How can you win? How can you win something that you 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 the one in charge of? <laughs> you know, what I mean? if you putting the drugs out there, how you gonna stop them from coming? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. All right, who texting? Somebody texting or something? I hear you. You hurt my ears. All right, but yeah, you know. um, that is that's, that's, <laughs> that is just crazy right there. The war on drugs. Hey, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing I never understood, the fight of drugs. We're fighting against yourself. You decide to take drugs, but we're going to put you in prison for taking a drug that you want to take. If nobody yeah. wanted drugs and everything, it would be it's, it goes. It's like it's like I said, it's the market. If people didn't want it, we have a billion dollars, more than a billion. What am I yes. take trillion dollars for the drugs? Come on, people. Yes. You know, and here's the here's the bad part about it that people don't. I mean, it's not that they don't know; they just don't want to acknowledge. It's not the poor people who actually is 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 purchasing all these 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 good drugs, as you can say. You, you know, and, and this is crazy. What um, Colorado's tax revenue and license fees have um, grown from around have grown from eighty million dollars in two thousand fourteen. To one hundred and thirty-five million dollars in two thousand fifteen. So, you know, and it's legal. That so look from eighty million to one hundred and thirty-five million in a year's time. Come on. Yeah. And remember what they what they call drug, meaning if they're really being honest, the drug would include aspirin, Tylenol, and all those things. It's almost like when they claim immigrant. They we know what they mean. They're talking about Mexicans and black people. We'll see, it's yeah, yeah. You know, and they 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 get slick because they classify the drugs. Then you know, you know, um, what a I forgot what I had it before. It's um they classify it as um level one, two, three, and all kind of little stuff to get around. You know, they're taking it. But you know what though, and I have I have been watching um C-SPAN, and I've noticed. All of a sudden, they are real heavy on heroin. 
You know why? Because heroin, heroin got up in the Maine, you know, the little communities up in Maine and just taken over. And they are upset about that. So now they're trying to pass laws to help um, combat um, the addiction to heroin by passing the um, addic- addiction help laws, you know, to keep them and get them in train in um, rehab and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this on before. I said, oh, you can do that for um Yeah. States like Maine, you know, the the I'ma say it, y'all y'all get mad at me. The lily lily white you know, communities. But y'all put crack in the black community, y'all I know, ain't I know. about that, did you? You don't see no <laughs> PSAs on T V about crack. Oh, you a TikTok no. crack. You don't see that. But you see it about the drugs that white people do. It's really a racist yep. war on drugs. It's really racist. <laughs> 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 You know, and as far as this marijuana, you, you, you're right though. If they were to just go ahead and legalize it completely, yeah, that that would that would. Um, no, that would stop everything. You've just done. You just take out the laws. You take out people in prison. Can you? How many people <laughs> in prison are, are in prison because of this? Yeah, yeah. you do. All right, right. Don't marijuana. You're in prison. Come on. Yeah. And you know, and like like one of you one of you said earlier, you know, between the veteran and the, the, the uh, minority, hey, the prisons wouldn't even be full anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, oh, we got to live out there. You know, oh, we cannot do that because I mean that course, that means the prison is a business, Mister Talk. Prison yes. is a business. It's a business. And it's a business, as they say, you know what, we got a way to take a prisoner and pay them $2 a day, a dollar a day to do the work that will cost a million, to whatever. You're going to do this and that for $2 a day. Uh-huh. That's a business, man. That's a business. Cheap labor. Cheap labor. Yeah. Cheap Very labor. Cheap. Yeah. Pay $2, somebody is giving you a contract for a million and more. Well, of course I would do that. <laughs> I actually heard that some of the some of the brothers and sisters in jail are used to answer phone calls. I didn't know that. Like when you call for oh, I didn't help. know. He goes there yeah. now. Now they they they're doing yeah, help. I, I saw. Oh it's my amazing. god! You know, I have to say, yo, bro, are you in lockdown? Word, bro. Got to get me out. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Hey. Now that's crazy. You're saying help desk is going to be that help desk is about twenty five dollars an hour. Now you're paying them one dollar. I know from a day. India to a jail. Day. Not yeah. twenty four dollars an hour, Mister Talk. A day, a dollar or two a day. If you you're know making that. Saving you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, yeah, I know how much saving you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it, it, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, you know, you go to you, a lot of them go in prison. They come out, they have their degrees. You know, you go to college out in the free, you know, as called the free world. You get a degree, and both of you come out with degrees, and you end up at the same way in the unemployment line. How does that? <laughs> work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except one has to pay one hundred and sixty thousand dollars, and the other one said he doesn't have zero jack squat to have as a degree. Doesn't have yeah. no debt as a degree. One has a hundred sixty thousand. Like, man, how am I going to pay that debt? <laughs> and the government is so smart, saying, "Yeah, I don't care if you do bankruptcy. We're still going to ask you to pay the debt." Uh, that that, yeah. that was a smart move from the government because the government must have said, "Wait a minute, people are going to declare bankruptcy, so they won't have to pay the debt." No, no, no. 
my government as I am, I'll put an exception, except student loans. You still got to pay it. I don't care if you got it back with you. Ain't that something? <laughs> it ain't that about something. That is crazy. That is smart. Yeah. Except student loans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bro, I tell you, that that is crazy right there. Crazy. <laughs> that is going to be the next bubble. I'm sorry to say, that's going to be the next bubble, Mr. Talk. You're going to see. A couple of years, I'm right. telling you, the housing, the next bubble is the student load, the whole thing of school. That's the next bubble. Mm. Mm. Then, huh. Why would you say that? How, how are people going to, like you said, young people come out with 200-whatever degrees, can't find a job and everything. The, the thing is getting more and more expensive. Government's paying, 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 loaning, loaning, loaning money. How, is it, how are they going to pay back? Mm. If you can't pay back and you can't pay back and this guy can't pay back, huh, 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 you think it ain't going to explode at a point? Well, if you listen to well, if you listen to some of the um, the candidates out there now, you're gonna have to worry about paying it back. You know, it's gonna be free. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be yeah. free. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Try, try, try to have some people uh, try to to get some credit when they have a student loan. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know what though, and I, I, I'm not. You know, I really sat down and tried to figure this credit thing out, and it makes no sense. Oh. <laughs> you know, this, this credit thing really makes no sense to me. You know, it's like if the more you pay off, the less your credit score is. I'm like, how does that work? Oh. That's, you know, that because the, the more you pay off, the more you're giving them less interest, the more less interest, the more the less money. And they want to make you pay because you're not giving them the money they're supposed to. And then they have, they have organizations like Moody they have all the numbers and, and everything. They're saying you're supposed to pay in ten years this, and you say in your mind, "Hey, I can pay you in five years." They're gonna build you. Like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. You're gonna yeah. pay us this plus. We're gonna give you penalty because you pay it in five years. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm one of those. I'm one of those people to, that believes. You know, if if I'm getting, yeah, I'm either paying cash for it, or if I, you know, I got to make payments. I'm gonna pay it off as fast as I can to be done with it, you know. And oh. I'm like, really, really, you know. <laughs> you know, guy was like, well, you know, you you don't have any um, extended credit on here. I said, I know. That's the purpose of not having a whole bunch of. Yeah. Well, you see, that is what ruined. Oh no, no. <laughs> Look, nah, dog. I just keep keep it where I am. I'm good. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, you're paying cash. How many people are? I'm even yeah. guilty with that since they invented the car. When was the last time people are paying everything in cash? We yeah. interact this, interact that, interact this. Yeah. So like, oh, I'm not ready with my credit card. I'm paying with interact. Then you look at your accounts like, what the hell happened to my money? Yeah. Where the yeah. hell is my money? Yeah, yeah at, the core cash, of, you know. yeah. at the core of a lot of the economic problem is the fact that we went off the gold standard and now banks and the Federal Reserve kind of create money out of thin air. But even on the gold standard, the gold wasn't gold coming out of Central Park or the back of the hillbilly truck. It was coming uh-huh. from Africa and other regions generally, yeah. not always. So what we really want to do as a society is evaluate currency and say, well, maybe it's time to create a currency that the slave master doesn't control. Then the drug dealer won't have to deal drugs, and then folks won't be poor. We could have a 
currency that we control, not that. But that's going to be a tough sell because that's why they killed the guy in Libya. <laughs> yeah. But the problem with having your yeah, currency yeah. is that the rest of the world has to trust your currency. We live – the only reason that American money is so high is because the rest of the world trusts your currency. The day that American money, the value, the rest of the world say, you know what, we don't trust your money, trust me, <laughs> American money would be nothing. There's some country in Africa, like you said, who used to – you could get a, mil, a, a, a dollar of a million dollars. Their value of currency is nothing. Yeah, you'll have a bill, a, a ticket or a bill that will say a million dollars, but that money is worth nothing because the rest well, of the world doesn't trust it. Well, you know, and, and I think um, Jimmy just mentioned that a, little, a minute ago. You know, that's, that's part of the reason why – um, Saddam had to go. That's part of the reason why um, um, Gaddafi had to go. Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. the same reason. Because they yeah. were getting to get their own currency. You know, like forget this. You know, and then like, yeah, um, yeah right. No. <laughs> so and, let's and, 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 and let's not even go with the bank. We opened that door. Every American, they would watch the movie, the videos of seeing how the bank works. Every American should be going to the bank and say, get out of my money. All the banks should be broke. <laughs> they think that we're frauds. When you know the bank, the way they fraud us, they, they, since when, yo, the bank has the power. To, basically, you have in your account $1,000, and the bank has the power to put 90% of $1,000. So your $1,000 for the bank becomes 90000 for that. So every time you you deposit $1,000 for them, the bank is 90000 At 89000 they can basically lend it to 5 10 12%, money that they don't have. Don't forget, everything is electronic. They can invent any number they want. Well, yeah. yeah. You forget, they print the money, uh, um, Stanley. So. Of course. <laughs> Yeah. Don't forget, but they print their money, but when they go to the Federal Reserve, do you think that they get 5% interest? They get the lowest interest ever. So you go to the Federal Reserve, you say, they go to the Federal Reserve, Federal Reserve, say, fine, we'll lend you the money for 0.0005% interest, and then they take that money and they lend it to us to 5%, 10%, 20% interest. Mm. And they print the profit. A- Thank you very much. That's a great isn't, business. Hey, isn't capitalism wonderful? <laughs> that's like capitalism. That's Rob. Try to do that as a uh, alone. You would be put in prison. Try to do that. Exactly. Try exactly. That. You sure would. <laughs> you would You're be right. Put in you, the IRS would be knocking at your door before you even did blue. Well, what are you doing, Mr. Talk? <laughs> well, you know I'm doing something. What? No, no, you can't do that. They'll come all the law. No, no, you cannot do that. Only the bankers are able to do that. Only the special privilege, not you. No, no, no. Mm. Well, as, as you say, you know, um, somebody saying something? Yeah, somebody said something. Oh, yeah, yeah you know. One of my little kids. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, you know, a lot of times when you think, of, you think about it, man, and you're like, you know, now here's how I see it. <clears throat> you take the 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 local dude on the corner. You know he's basically using the entrepreneur spirit that so-called American dream was founded on. But yet he he gets caught up and, and, and put in prison, right? However, yeah. we take, we take and sell missiles and things to countries 
<laughs> you know, that are known terrorist holes, and they use those to kill people, and nothing happens. How, how that, of course. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> how does that work? Please name me since 2008 One person in America As a CEO of any bank That put themselves in prison For, for doing what they did for the housing market Please name one No, not anyone, just one One person that went in prison One <laughs> Oh, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute I got a question coming out of the chat room Let me see what it says if the U.S. had not stolen Gaddafi's gold and oil, Iraq's oil, the dollar would perhaps be on artificial life support. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll just read that. That is a true statement. That is a true statement. That is a true statement. Yeah. That is a true statement. Yeah, but trust me, the United States do not go anywhere without a reason. And it's not the reason yeah. that they tell you. <laughs> okay, let's, yeah, let's be honest. Not to liberate people. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was a so stupid I think everybody yeah, should yeah. see back no. the speech of Bush. It's to liberate people. <laughs> God told me to liberate people. No. <laughs> you wanted to keep breathing. You wanted to have gas. That's fine. You're like, Look. you were a little bit pissed off that your daddy had some problems to them. That's why. You're like, you ain't gonna, I'm going to be president. You ain't going to do that to me. Well, yeah. you know, so now, You think so the now, Bush forgot? Please. Look, Saddam was was getting ready to do his own thing too. You know, of course, people, those people over there, you know, you hear where well, they were, they were oppressed. No, they were. Some people were just yeah, happy. As <laughs> you know, and now look at them. They don't have any water. Most of them don't have water. You know, electricity is that, 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 that. And you know, they, 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 they oh, man, don't get me started on yeah. that. Hold on, I got oh, something else. No. Let me bring them in because I've seen it firsthand. All right, Triple Ones, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, Eric. Hey, Stanley. Hey, Joe. How hey, are you? Joe, Joe, Joe even more, has even more knowledge than me on this. Him? Go ahead, Joe. Well, it's called hypocrisy. It's called imperialism. It's called the United States government being the typical government of any other government in the world. Whenever it accumulates power, it wants more power. Now, it wants to take guns away from us because it wants to conquer us, just like every other government in the world. We talked about democide, you know, on your show a few times before. But they're willing to sell guns to our enemies as well as our so-called allies in order to make money for the defense contractors. None of that money trickles down to the ordinary people in America. It goes to the defense contractors, GE, General Motors, uh, and the rest. Mm -hmm. So that's what that's called. And I disagree with the statement you just read about uh, from the guy in the um, in the chat room about oil propping up the dollar. It is, but it doesn't have to be. In other words, right now we're in a state of supposedly peak oil where there's hardly any more oil in the world. And because of petrodollars, the oil is propping up the dollar. But we have reserves under Wyoming, under Alaska, that if Bush... Obama and maybe even Clinton allowed the uh, allowed us to drill. We wouldn't need oil from OPEC. As a matter of fact, for the past two years, we've been exporting oil. Right, right, right. I'll so if we've man. been exporting it, then why do we have this so-called crisis? Why are prices at the pump almost three dollars? Because of manipulation. So. Wait, wait. What, what, what price is that? Three dollars. Almost three dollars at the pump. 
Where? At the northeast border. Oh, okay. I was like, they're not down here. What do they cost uh, in um, in Texas? They're dollar, dollar, where I am, dollar seventy nine is the highest. Really? I yeah. think in um, I think over in the northeast it's about two thirty nine, two forty nine, maybe a little less. No, oh, okay. So, you know, and and it's theoretically the oil. I mean, the prices at the pump should be even lower. Because what the price of uh, oil now is what about less than even forty dollars a barrel? I think it's thirty yeah. bucks a barrel, isn't it? Yeah. Well, see, here's the here's the thing. You know, right for a while, that's what America has been dealing with is is running on the the you know excess. But see, here's another thing. You got this, this thing they call fracking going on. We talked about fracking before too, and mm-hmm. you know, fracking is like. Uh, it, it produces quicker than just the regular other, you know, the old-fashioned jerk or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, right now, Saudi Arabia, you know, they, they're they're really just they say they're gonna hold steady. You know, they're not gonna pump anymore, but they're not gonna pump any less. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and basically, United States, you know, is is like you say, exporting oil now. Plus, to add to it. We we still have a lot of um, excess that we're dealing with, you know, that we're running on as well. So right now, many experts are saying, you know, gas prices are basically going to stay where they are for the majority of the year. Mm. However, however, there's an issue with um, the, the Saudis because they have to maintain the prices at a, a certain amount of barrel because they don't want Russia or Iran. <laughs> You know, to begin to um, control the market, I guess you can say. So mm. it, it's a very delicate cat and mouse game that's being done right now. So right now, they, like you say, they're trying to keep it no higher than forty, mm. but no lower than say thirty. You know, twenty at the lowest uh, per, per barrel. So you know, that's just a little game they're playing. You know, because Saudi nor um, the United States want Russia or Iran to, to be able to start controlling the market as far as oil goes. Because those two no. people, you never, when, you, when you think about oil, those are two individuals you never really consider. <laughs> you know? But they're, they're no, players the, as well. And they don't want us to think green, meaning from the time of Nikola Tesla to now, we actually do have the capability to produce energy without oil. The problem is then it would be cheap and people wouldn't have to spend so much money on gasoline and and dirty fossil fuels. So they've created an artificial need and they keep marketing it to us and they keep producing vehicles that use this artificial need as opposed to switching us over to clean energies. Whether or not you can do 200 miles an hour down the highway isn't as critical as making a better planet with less pollution where people can survive without spending so much money on gas and oil and those types of things. Hmm. Wow, that's another aspect of it. I never, I never really thought about. You know, what do you think, Joe? Well, theoretically, he's right. Uh, we supposedly have ha- have the technology now. Supposedly, there are cars that run on garbage. Supposedly, there's the kind of energy out there which is the clean energy. Some people have said it would cost too much to actually put it into production. You know, for the average car and the average appliance, but I don't know. Maybe yes, maybe no. 
I read something which, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, there's a device that supposedly um, uses the emissions of cars, right, to, to recapture the emissions that are coming out of cars to use it to power the car. So it, requires, it would require less energy, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't put um, the CO2 up in the atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Um, whether or not it's true, who knows, you know? But the oil companies, I'm telling you, if we ever found a real alternative to oil, whoever would in, would have invented it would be dead of a heart attack. Say <laughs> <laughs> before you know it, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Why? 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 Yeah, why? Oh, because the oil companies would induce the heart attack to keep uh, <laughs> to keep the monopoly on oil. No, a skiing accident. That's that's a popular one. Skiing. Oh, <laughs> uh, a skiing accident. <laughs> yeah, in Jamaica. Oh wow, <laughs> that that'll be even better. In Jamaica, skiing accident in Jamaica, boy. I tell you, they 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 would make that go just right, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I was watching a, a documentary today on um, what was it? TWA flight? What was it? Nineteen something in, in nineteen ninety eight when the flight went down. No, the Scotland, uh, the Scotland flight. Yeah, where? Yeah, the one they blamed Libya for? No, one. no, the one they they actually the one they actually kind of covered up. With all the eyewitnesses say they saw not one, not two, but three missiles hit this plane. But the FBI and the in, and um, the FBI and the um, M, MTBSB um, said there were no missiles, and and the witnesses didn't see what they thought they saw. And oh man, it was what, what was dang it? Yeah, 9/11 was an accident. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and the more I watch this, the more I just shook my head. I'm like, and they really think we are that dumb, right? <laughs> you know, we are that dumb. Well, well, uh, okay, Joe. Uh, all right, I'm gonna give you that one right now. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna give you that one. Um, you know, because it's just wow, and I'm like. Really, you know, y'all just going to let it just fly like that? And, you know, then the, and the, you know something is wrong when the CIA comes in all of nowhere and makes a video trying to explain it. <laughs> you know, like, how did they get into it? You know, so, you know, and, and when you watch stuff like that, it, it's just, it, it just reinforces what you already believe or know about how far the, the government will go, Mr. Smith will go. To make you see things their way, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not what your eyes you see with your eyes; it's what you see they what they tell you with your ears. It's mm-hmm. just crazy. I'm trying to find it, I can't find it now. But yeah, and, and I'll, actually, I'll, what you're saying is uh-huh. kind of what Trump and kind of what the Tea Party and kind of what the Klan and kind of the difference is different people blame the wrong person. So instead of people coming together and saying definitely our governments tend not to work for the people, 
in the Klan's case, they'll blame black people or they'll blame Mexicans. In Trump's place, he'll blame another group, right? Instead of us all coming together and saying, well, wait a minute, it ain't the Mexicans picking oranges that are causing a problem, right? It isn't the black folks causing the problem. It's actually the elite at the top that are playing us all. But it's, it's so hard to, I think, get us beyond the fact of blame the other person as opposed to evaluate a problem intelligently and see the puppet masters. That's, that's the big trick. Be the wizard of Oz and figure it out. Yeah, I, I can see. I, I can see your point on that. I, I, I can see what you're saying. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to. It's really hard to imagine me agreeing with anything with the clan. <laughs> but I, I, I see. I see. I see the point you're trying to make. I, I really do. I, I do see the point you're trying to make on that. Um. <sighs> Yeah, the country was built on on division. So why should we expect anything different now? You know, why should we? Why should we expect anything different? You know, any anywhere you look in the history of the United States, which is a very loose term to say the least. You know, it's <laughs> it's division. You know, unless unless there's a, a, a how can I put it a so called attack on American soil, then everybody comes together, you know, for about a month or two, you know, until it wears off, and then we go back to being our normal selves. Or, or, one of the most interesting um, dynamics, during a sporting event. You know, I don't care what's going on during sporting, you can peep in there, and everybody have fun. (laughs) You know, then they walk out the stadium, and then they go on to their little separate lives, and this group hate that group. But as long as you root for the same team, everybody's friends. You high-five each other and everything. <laughs> you ever yeah. notice that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, isn't that yeah. a, a very interesting dynamic? Yeah, we do have as homo sapiens, sapiens, the potential to really work together. Um, we just buy into so many artificial constructs that are put up that spread us apart. And sometimes we have a right to be angry at another group, in the case of Native Indians or blacks or females, but then we have to also realize that that other group is just as confused and brainwashed as, you know, uh, most of us, but they keep us going, stringing us along year after year. We'll die. Our kids will grow up in the same system. It's really going to take a quantum leap in thinking for people to really get just so tired of going through the same stuff to to come together and forget some differences. That's going to be very hard. But I hope we can do it in time before it's too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as Joe like to say sometimes, you know, way, you know, before, you know, probably not in our lifetime, it'll happen eventually. It'll happen eventually. All right. It's going to be as far as, well, I got, what, eight minutes? I'm going to get up out of here early today. Um, but as I always do, I let y'all get your last words in. So. With that being said, let me go on and start. Um, Laura, are you there? Are you there, Laura? You have some last words? Probably not. Okay, we'll come back to her. All right, Jimmy, your last words, sir. Yeah, that I hope that, you know, humans can come together, enough of us come together to save ourselves and the planet before we let the powerful elite just run us into the ground. All right. Well, thank you. And I hope you're right. <laughs> All right. Joe, 
since you came in late, you're the last one out. Go ahead. Okay. Nah, don't have anything else to add. Just want to wish everybody a good um, good afternoon. See you all when uh, we all see each other. <laughs> all right. And that'll be Friday. Friday. All right. So, great show, great show. Covered a lot of stuff. I want to thank Jimmy for calling and Laura. Hey, first-time callers. I don't remember ever talking to them, so let me get them some love real fast. All right, y'all welcome to call back in any other time. All right, in my chat room, man, I tell you, we got a great conversation going. We got um, Hood, Blues Unchanged, Taboo One, I Am the Universe, Guest 1197, 1207, and Supernatural Radio. Thank y'all for dropping by. I really appreciate it. Remember, y'all, to keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest and best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, man, everything else is gravy. All right, we'll be back here Friday. Yeah, we'll be back here Friday um, with more for you. I don't know what, with what, but we'll be here. Freedom Friday. That'll be the first of April, huh? <laughs> That's April Fool's Day. Ha, ha. Well, it won't be no April Fool's on us because we'll be here. All right? So, once again, thank you all for coming. Um, if you got anything you want to send me uh, as far as topic-wise, what have you, um, shoot me the email, Eric. Let's talk at gmail.com or you can stop by the show website, uh, ericletstalk.com, and uh, drop me a line there. Okay? So it's been fun. I'm going to take you out of here with some Kendrick Lamar. I know a lot of y'all don't know about him, but you're about to learn. All right, I love myself. Until Friday, y'all, y'all have a good week. See you then. I'm out. Tribulation, but I know God. Satan wanna put me in a bow tie. Pray that the holy water don't go dry. Yeah, yeah. As I look around me, so many mother and mother wanna tell me, but they don't never tell me. In front of a dirty double mirror, they tell me, and I love myself. The world is a ghetto, big guns and dicky guys. Let the paranoia haunt you. Peace the fashion, police to wear my heart. On my sleeve, let the runway start. You know the man's about do love company. What do you want from me and my scars? Everybody lack confidence. Everybody lack confidence. How many times my potential was anonymous? How many times the city making me promises? So I promise this. I love myself. The world is a ghetto, big guns, a dicky I love myself. These days of frustration keep y'all on tuck and rotation. I duck these cold faces, post up these five four faces. Dreams are realities, peace. Blow steam in the face of the beast. The sky can fall down, the wind can cry now. The strong in me, I still smile. I love
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.